Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today it's Theo Clark. Good morning everyone, great to see you uh, today. Um, today we're continuing to look at Acts 9 and Saul's amazing conversion um, and how, yeah, the radically rescued rescue radically, to borrow Jamie's phrase, which I'll probably use for most of, <laughs> most of this talk. Um, and yesterday uh, Rory spoke about the faithfulness of Ananias in responding to God's call and partnering with the Holy Spirit in bringing emotional, physical and spiritual healing to Saul. And our verses today are Acts 9, verse 19b to 25, in which both Saul and the people of Damascus respond to his radical transformation. So the passage reads, Saul spent several days with the disciples in Damascus. At once he began to preach in the synagogues that Jesus is the Son of God. All those who heard him were astonished and asked, isn't he the man who raised havoc in Jerusalem among those who call on this name? And hasn't he come here to take them as prisoners to the chief priests? Yet Saul grew more and more powerful and baffled the Jews living in Damascus by proving that Jesus is the Messiah. And after many days had gone by, there was conspiracy among the Jews to kill him. But Saul learned of their plan. Day and night they kept close watch on the city gates in order to kill him. But his followers took him by night and lowered him in a basket through an opening in the wall. Quite the cliffhanger to finish on today. Uh, As Jamie said on Wednesday, Saul has been radically rescued. In verse 19, we see him spending several days with the disciples in Damascus. And remember, these were the disciples whom Saul had purposefully set out against to bring back to Jerusalem as prisoners. And now he's one of them. I think the irony is amazing. And the glorious transforming power of Jesus is enough to bring anyone into his family. And then we begin to see the radically rescued rescuing radically. Have a look at verse 20. At once he began to preach in the synagogues that Jesus is the son of God. And notice the speed of events here. There's no delay. There's no bedding in, no induction. No, the disciples don't sort of give uh, Saul a tutorial on how to be a Christian in Damascus. At once, Saul begins to preach in the synagogues the truth about Jesus. The same Jesus he had encountered on the road to Damascus a few days earlier. An encounter with the living Jesus is powerful both personally and publicly. It brings transformation inside, in our hearts, and it incites proclamation outside to the people around us. Often we can pursue the personal more than the public. We love encountering Jesus in our quiet times by ourselves. We've got our coffee, we've got our journal, it's all really nice. Um, But proclaiming the truth of God we've encountered to others is not so comfortable. However, inward transformation must lead to outward proclamation so that others may experience Jesus' transformative, loving, and saving grace themselves. And the people of Damascus cannot believe what they're seeing and hearing. Verse 21 says that they were astonished, and they asked each other, isn't this the guy who was um, causing absolute mayhem back in Jerusalem, and he's come here to round up all the Christians here and take them back as prisoners? It's like the real Saul got lost on the road to Damascus, and someone else has arrived in his place. But what these people don't realise is that Saul wasn't lost on that road. Saul was found. He was found by Jesus himself. And he was never to be the same again. In 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17, Paul himself describes his transformative experience. 
Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. The people of Damascus were witnessing a new creation, the product of Jesus' rescuing love and radical repurposing. The old Saul, who had boldly persecuted God's people in anger, has gone. And the new Saul, now boldly proclaiming God's truth and love, has arrived. And as Saul kept proclaiming the gospel and proving Jesus' identity as the Son of God, verse 22 says that he grew more and more powerful. With proclamation comes power. When we obey Christ and when we put our trust in him more and more, he responds by granting us more power to become more like him and do more of his work. The more we give out of the Holy Spirit, the more the Spirit fills us. But with proclamation comes persecution. And we see here in verses 23 to 24 how Saul, once the persecutor, becomes the persecuted. The Jews, once puzzled, now want to persecute Saul. They conspire to kill him and watch the city gates 24-7 to catch him. Indeed, Jesus has promised to Saul in Acts 9 verse 16, where he says, I will show him how much he must suffer for my name, begins to become Saul's reality. However, we see how man's persecution cannot overcome God's protection. Saul learns of the Jews' plans to kill him, and at night his followers help him escape through a gap in the city walls. And even though Saul, later Paul, would suffer much at the hands of men during his future ministry, they couldn't get near his hope and joy in God. His soul was always safe in God's hands. Just as Jesus commanded his followers in Luke 12 not to be afraid of people who can kill the body but do no more, so Jesus commands us not to fear people but to fear God instead. So where does that leave us? How can we apply what we've heard today to our lives? First, allow Jesus's transformation to fuel your proclamation. Don't hide your lamp. Let your light, the light of salvation and grace Christ has given you, shine before men publicly. Like Saul, let your transformation incite your proclamation of Jesus and what he has done and is doing in your life. Secondly, be encouraged that the more you proclaim Jesus, the more that you will grow in power. The more we step out in faith and trust in Jesus, the more he will give us his power to continue to proclaim the good news to those around us. And finally, know that man's persecution cannot overcome God's protection. Paul later writes in Romans 8 that whatever we face in response to living for God, it cannot separate us from his love. Whatever happens to us externally cannot affect us internally at a spiritual level. For our souls are safe and secure in God's hands. May this encourage, strengthen and inspire us, like Saul, to proclaim the good news of Jesus boldly to those around us today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, Theo. Pray this morning that Jesus' transformation in you might fuel your proclamation. And be encouraged that the more you do that, the more you will grow. Secondly, know that any persecution from others cannot overcome God's protection. And thirdly, pray that as our church reopens this weekend, it may happen safely and that God will come in power and meet us in worship. Thanks for joining us on HTC Daily.